Welcome to the Unveiled Podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Valle, a current music therapy intern at the Franciscan Life Process Center. Through various episodes, we will be exploring what the center has to offer, and specifically the music therapy program. Thank you for your continuous support of the center and all that it has to offer. Today, I am here with Rachel and Michaela. So to get us started, where did you do your internship and what populations did you work with? I'm going to hand it off to Michaela. Hi. Yeah, so I actually did my internship at FAR Therapeutic Arts and Recreation, and I started in October of 2021, pretty much exactly a year ago. And I worked with adults and children with all kinds of abilities and disabilities. I did work in a state-run girls' home that was a little between juvenile detention and foster care. So a lot of the girls there were in the foster care system and were waiting on adoptions and or waiting to turn a certain age so they can have their own rights, like allow mm-hmm. themselves to be emancipated. Emancipated. Okay. Emancipated. So so yeah, it was that was a tough position to be in, but that was like probably one of the hardest portions of my internship. But I mostly worked with adults with disabilities of of various degree and children with disabilities and in schools. So yeah, it was a good time. That's wonderful. I'm glad you had that experience and you were able to work with a variety of populations. I think that set you up for success coming here to the center. Oh, absolutely. Since we work with a variety of populations. Now, Rachel, you were in my shoes a year ago as an intern. Mm -hmm. So kind of tell me about what your experience was as an intern here at the at the center and how it came to be that you got a job here. All right, yeah. So I'm from Grand Rapids, so I was super thankful to get this internship at the Franciscan Life Process Center. And yeah, it was really good, similar to Michaela, just a variety of clients. For me, it was mostly like nursing home groups and one-on-one, seeing folks one-on-one. And then also uh, clients with different diagnoses of all ages, mostly like young adults, like Mm -hmm. teenagers. I also had a school for uh, kids with severe multiple impairments. Yeah. So like kids that are in wheelchairs and like express themselves other than verbally. So that was new for me. So I learned a lot during internship and I got hired in. Uh, It was just like a timing. The timing worked out well. Mm -hmm. So my internship was supposed to be done end of February of this year. And then around that same time, a music therapist put in her notice. My co-intern was moving out of state. And so Sandy, our director, offered me, uh, it started out as part-time, but then it moved to full-time. Mm-hmm. position and then I just started right away. Yeah. That's great that it worked out that way so you were already familiar with the processes of how things work. An important question that I think a lot of interns want to know is working feasible during internship mm-hmm. and how do you manage that? I know I literally just got a job this weekend at Chipotle. Oh, so, congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> so I will be working at Chipotle and I'm a little worried about how to manage that but I think it'll be okay but I think I remember both of you said that you were working so you can kind of just touch on that and yeah sure so I kind of worked it was a little interesting so because of COVID mm-hmm. and I finished my coursework in the year of in spring of 2020 so I actually waited a whole year to start my internship kind of unintentionally but mostly just because of COVID and I wanted to give myself time to save money work and save money so I worked full-time at a sub shop for a whole year managing a sub shop um, until I started my internship. Mm -hmm. And so I just saved money to like, basically so I didn't have to work full time or part time at all. But 
because uh, the owners of the sub shop loved me so much and we had a great relationship, I ended up taking on some of the background stuff that goes on. So I ended up starting doing payroll for them. Mm. And so I got paid for the hours of doing payroll for them and I could do it remotely and um, it was a good way to stay connected and I actually still do payroll for them. Mostly because I think for them and just transitions of, of their what they have going on versus what I have going on is a little tough right now. So. Mm. I've just stayed consistent doing their payroll, and so yeah, it's it was a tough thing because I really had to penny pinch towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I was grateful enough to have parents who were able to help me with that transition time of like the end of my internship, yeah. but mm-hmm. my internship was nine months, mm-hmm. so I thought I had saved enough money for my entire internship, but it was more so like enough money for a six-month internship, which mm-hmm. made sense. So, you know, it, it kind of just, it fluxed a little bit, depending on yeah. what my needs were. And, you know, I wasn't lucky enough to get gas reimbursed for me during my internship. So mm-hmm. um, I ended up spending a lot of money on gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a huge expense for me during my internship. So, you know, it, it just kind of didn't plan out as much yeah. as a, well there's also unexpected costs like the other yeah. day my strings broke Absolutely. and now my my uh, guitar bag is breaking so it's just those things that yeah going into it we're like oh we have this this thing that already works but right. we have to be prepared well for you kind things. of too want to be able to like get stuff that you know you think is going to be really useful like a guitar stand mm-hmm. or a tuner and those things like kind of just add up which is frustrating sometimes but yeah so I think like I lucked out in not having to work at any, like, set hours Mm -hmm. so that I could focus on, honestly, my mental health and self-care during my internship. So, yeah, that was kind of my gig. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome that you had that time to to build up and get ready, but... Yeah, not everybody... Life is expensive. Yeah, Yeah, life is expensive. What about you, Rachel? How was your experience? Uh, For me, for internship, I... Well, I was blessed. uh, So I went to Eastern Michigan University, and they had... um, a really good scholarship. So uh, it was uh, a scholarship that covered my senior year of college, like tuition, and then mm-hmm. also like a $7,000 internship stipend. Amazing. So yeah, that's was, super helpful. I was very blessed. Yeah, yep. I used all of that money when my car broke down <laughs> oh, first month into internship. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I used up that internship stipend. Um, so I'm from Grand Rapids, so I was able to live at home with my parents. Mm-hmm during internship so I didn't have rent or anything I just had my phone bill and car insurance yeah and like food and stuff but yeah, um awesome. yeah so I ended up uh, getting a job at uh Meyer Gardens I think I remember so, you saying that overnight shifts right uh like it that. was like uh like four to four to midnight wow. like four days a week so it was like 32 hours wow. a week that's a lot so on top of internship on top of the 40 hour yeah week internship so it was a lot <laughs> I uh yeah definitely had to focus on myself, mm-hmm. self-care, and then uh, thankfully I was able to like do some session planning and like um, like office hour type things during my work time, like during downtime. Yeah. So that helped out. It was pretty flexible that way. Definitely. Well, both of so. you have brought up self-care, so I'm really curious. I'll start with you, Rachel. <clears throat> you mentioned self-care with working 32 hours a week plus the 40 of internship. Mm-hmm. Tell me what did your self-care look like and what did you do and how did it help you? For me, the most important was sleep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to, like, because before internship, I was used to getting, like, a solid eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. It just, like, physically wasn't possible during internship, so yeah. I would sometimes be having, like, six and a half hours mm-hmm. of sleep. Like, that was, like, the norm for me. And so, uh, for me, naps 
were a big, like, self-care uh, mm-hmm. thing. And also, like, making sure I had, like, good food, too. Like, making yeah. sure I home-cooked a lot. It's mm-hmm. easy to eat on the road yeah. so much, like, an internship, especially for traveling. Yeah. And so for me to, like, make sure to take the time, take the time to, pra- uh, to pack food and things that'll like, keep me filled and, like, going, yep. like, long-term. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and also time in nature. I love... Oh, uh, spending time in nature that's very healing for me mm-hmm. yeah just like, like hiking and stuff like that or? yeah just even just going for a walk in the neighborhood yeah oh, that's awesome and I know that Michigan has a lot of beautiful like sites to look at so yeah. that's awesome you do yeah yeah my self-care was very much all about food <laughs> <laughs> because I knew that regardless of sleep and like anything else like food was what was going to keep me going it's something that keeps me motivated like being healthy in Mm -hmm. food so I spent a lot of time meal prepping and honestly searching for fun recipes and I was lucky enough to have a co-intern and a friend who lived near me during my internship so we actually started cooking dinner together once a week which Mm -hmm. you know gave me a good social outlet Mm -hmm. as well as being contained and not completely overwhelmed at the thought of having to be social when I'm already mentally exhausted because they Mm -hmm. were both the same way so we all kind of got to be able to um, you know decompress at the end of our days at least once a week. I also really clung to a strict night routine that made me relaxed and ready, like, mentally for the next day. So whether that was a shower or a long skincare routine or just, like, watching my favorite show and eating a good healthy snack, like, before a certain time, you know, it was, like, I really um, dedicated a good amount of time to a good, Mm -hmm. like, a really steady night routine for myself, which not everybody has the option to do, so I was, you know, really blessed to do that, and Mm -hmm. blessed to have friends and, you know, colleagues that were close to me and who, you know, liked to hang out with me (laughs) during internship, so, yeah, and I really made the time to drive back to the west side of the state Mm -hmm. to visit family at least twice a month, because I'm very connected with my family, and I, you know really enjoy their support and their company and it's interesting when you kind of figure out your group you have your own group but then you're like oh I kind of miss my family so it's Mm -hmm. nice when you get Mm -hmm. those moments but Mm -hmm. yeah so that was my self-care all right so next up I just was wondering what was the transition from intern to professional like um how was the CBNT exam what how was it moving back for you Michaela um yeah feel free to just go at it Yeah, well, I guess I'll start. Um, My transition from internship to professional life was very quick. (laughs) Um, I interviewed for this job, like, probably a couple months before I actually started, and they were, I was lucky enough that they were able to wait for me to Mm -hmm. be finished with my internship to actually start this job. Um, So I actually ended my internship on Friday, June 30th. And started, or June, Thursday, June 30th? I forget. Yeah, Thursday, June 30th. Started my job on July the 5th, directly after the 4th of July holiday weekend. Um, That was an intense time because I also ended and moved all in that time and then moved back to my parents' house. Um, That was the most tiring weekend I think I've had in a long time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and the quickest move I've ever done. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I, it was exhausting, but 
surprisingly pleasant because I was really ready to continue like the groove that I had as far as doing music with um, clients and yeah it was a really nice transition and Sandy really made me feel very comfortable I was lucky enough to meet Rachel on my first day too and I almost burned the building down with a laminator regardless <laughs> of the laminator stink um, it was you know it was a really great transition and um I wasn't even, I didn't even feel nervous because I felt so comfortable with the people that I had already met that I just knew that this was going to be a great team. Mm -hmm. So even though the transition personally was kind of a struggle as far as fatigue and mm -hmm. getting my life together back in my own home, um, it was very exciting and pleasant the more people I started to meet, um, mm -hmm. all the therapists and the counselors and the sisters. They are just incredible people and wonderful to talk to and a really wonderful support system. So it's been challenging, but wonderful all at the same time. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that, Michaela. What about yeah. you, Rachel? Yeah, uh, I, I always think, like especially because it's like October, like I've been a professional music therapist for like six, end of February, so like almost six months now. Which is crazy to me because we put in like five years of like schooling, like including mm -hmm. like the oh, internship, yeah. five plus years, mm -hmm. depending on everyone's like journey. So yeah, I've been like professional for six months now, but I had similar experience to Michaela with uh, starting uh, working uh, as a music therapist like directly after internship, and uh, it was uh, nerve wracking uh, <laughs> and exciting. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was fortunate to be able to keep a lot of my placements from internship. That so, really helps with the transition. It really did, yep. So I had, like, therapeutic relationships with a lot of the clients. Mm -hmm. um, but then, like, my workload went from working, like, 20 direct contact hours a week to 32 direct contact hours a week. Wow. Um, so, like, uh, for our internship here at, at Franciscan, we have, like, 20 hours of direct contact. And then, uh, like, travel and, like, meetings mm -hmm. um, are included in the other 20 so you have like basically 20 hours of session planning mm -hmm. and then 20 hours of direct contact but um as a full-time music therapist uh there's 32 hours of direct contact and then like eight hours of session planning and that includes like lunch and travel and meetings and stuff mm -hmm. and so for me I like really taking my time with like session planning and like making sure my visuals are good mm -hmm. and that I like have the songs like down pat and so for me that was like a a learning curve of making sure that I could uh, do things like time effectively mm -hmm. uh, while still like making sure that it's like the highest standard that I can do um, yeah. and giving myself a lot of grace because I'm a Absolutely. brand new music therapist mm -hmm. so <laughs> yeah and so like I know everything's not gonna be like perfect air quotes on a podcast <laughs> air quotes there yeah um, but yeah just like giving myself grace I think that's a, a, a big thing for, I mean, anyone, regardless of what phase of life, but especially for new professionals to so give yourself grace because, mm -hmm. yes, you learned a lot in internship, but there's still so much more to learn. Absolutely. There's a learning curve with you're saying, you know, with contact hours and mm -hmm. maybe the new place that you're moving to has a different um, style of doing uh, documentation. So, mm -hmm. yeah, regardless of where you go. So thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. We did touch on self-care. Um, I really liked, you know, you guys were saying spending time in nature, spending time with family. Has any of that changed for you coming into the professional world or has it stayed consistent? 
I know you're planning a wedding, so it's yeah, probably uh, uh, hectic. <laughs> it is very hectic. I would say I have had the freedom to be able to honestly have more time for self-care because, you know, with internship and working, it's like having two jobs, mm -hmm. two full-time jobs. And so I feel like, um, you know, it allowed me to spend more time with family just because now I actually moved to the same side of the state that my family is on. <laughs> it helps. Um, it, it does help. <laughs> the travel time is a lot less. Um, and I feel like I just have more freedom to go and just do things and also spend time in nature, which I really missed uh, living on the west side for that because the east side doesn't have so much nature to explore. Um, close by, I should say, whereas, like, you know, around the city, it's, you know, there's there's some things, and then there's also, like, the beach is mm -hmm. 40 minutes away, and um, nature trails really aren't that far either, mm -hmm. and there, Grand Rapids has a lot of wonderful trail parks, whereas, you know, in Detroit, it's a little... A little sparse for those things. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I'm able to have more time for self-care now that I just have my set 40 hours mm -hmm. and or set 35, 40 hours a week, which is really, really nice. That's awesome for the consistency part of it. And Absolutely. you're getting paid to do music therapy mm -hmm. now. Yes. It's so helpful. It's so gratifying. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I'm incredibly grateful now to be able to finally get paid to do things that I've been practicing to do and working really hard to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. I'm so glad it paid off. Mm -hmm. What about you, Rachel? Yeah, it's such a good feeling to get paid. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really is. It yeah. is. Yeah, because it makes you feel confident and competent, mm -hmm. like, because it's like we've been trained to do what we're doing, and so it's nice to uh, to have a career, because, like, we all went into this field for a reason, mm -hmm. so, like, for me, it's really gratifying. Yeah, it's the blood, like, sweat, and tears that you've been putting into it for yes. so long. Yeah, all the hard work uh, that we all go through. Mm -hmm. So to be able to, to work uh, is really awesome. So, yeah, for me, self-care, it's been about the same nature and spending time with, like, my boyfriend and my family. Mm -hmm. um, yep, and then uh, having, like, money, like, steady full-time income, I've been able to move into my own place. And so uh, just kind of being more independent that way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I get to spend my money on uh, going to concerts. I saw The Killers this weekend in Detroit. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, which is one of my self-care uh, things I like to do, too, is seeing live music, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, just for the pleasure of it. Absolutely. And that's super beneficial to you as a music therapist, so you don't get burnt out of that. Yeah. Is there any other mm -hmm. way that you like to either make music or listen to music outside of your practice? I, I mean, really, I, I just like going to concerts and then mm -hmm. just playing around at home. Awesome. I know. That's always so fun mm -hmm. to just have a jam session with your friends or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you like doing the same thing with Yeah, jam sessions. And my new thing lately is um, finding, like, I have Apple Music, so I kind of find really random playlists that uh, I have no idea what music is on that <laughs> playlist, and I just play through it just to see if I like the music, if there's um, music I could use in sessions, that's kind of like my secret weapon that <laughs> I, I do a lot is when I'm driving around, mm -hmm. I just throw on a playlist and I'm like, ooh, I like this rhythm mm -hmm. or I could use this for this. And, totally. Um, is this appropriate for kids? Like, can, you know, I have lots of kids bop on my phone nowadays. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's uh, really nice to be able to still love music outside of work mm -hmm. too which is I think a huge thing for self-care especially for new professionals definitely mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, it's finding a groove of how, what's what you're going to use for professional life and what you're going to use for pleasure. And um, it's a delicate balance, I would say. Mm -hmm. But um, we're still working on it, I think. Mm -hmm. Right, Rachel? I feel like it's going to be a career-long thing. Journey, yeah. yeah. You yeah. said balance, and I think that's kind of what we've been hearing this entire time uh, through just what you've been saying this this whole podcast of, you know, working, but, you know, also balancing that with, internship and then uh balancing the hard the hard times with with the good times and and things like that so i think balance kind of encompasses what you both are saying absolutely yeah. um yeah so balance would be something really great to talk to about for new professionals is there any other advice that you would give to new professionals coming straight out of internship I mean, balance in everything, too. Just balance in, like, you know, taking care of yourself, like, uh, exercising and eating healthy, mm -hmm. getting enough sleep, having healthy boundaries, like, in your personal life and your professional life. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't be session planning at 10 at night. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, just finding a good balance in everything. Definitely. Yeah, I think, like, having reasonable expectations mm. for what you want out of your professional life and what you want out of your personal life too and um, I feel like don't try to overdo anything you have to just like kind of take things as they come and you know you have I'm sure you've heard professors say, say this to you but like you have the skills and you have the knowledge to do your job mm -hmm. so trust it and don't work yourself up over certain things and if you need to put something away to like allow yourself to yeah you know be free of it for a little while that <laughs> mm -hmm. is self-care and um and a reasonable reasonable ex expectation for yourself because I knew that when I was in my internship I just had such high expectations I also experienced a lot of anxiety around certain things mm -hmm. and once I let go of that I have been smooth sailing since and Good. um it's been it was quite a journey, and now I feel really confident in doing mm -hmm. things. So, you know, having reasonable expectations will give you the confidence that you need to do your job well. Well, thank you so much, Michaela and Rachel, for being here and giving your insight and your wisdom. It has truly been a pleasure to have you both here. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you. so much, Sophia.